acetone. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? And welcome back to Pass It On with me, Steve and Chris. She always says me there, doesn't she? She never, me. she's never, she's almost like the Queen, never refers to her in the first person. Well, I, first I person. said this before. Is it rude to say me? Should it be Steve, Chris, and I? No, it should definitely be me. Yeah, yeah. see, so I don't know what else. But it's to just say. your name. <laughs> with, wait, that's, that's silly. True. With, I can't even say my own name. Like, Connie's. Well, I can, but it sounds ridiculous with Connie, Stephen, Chris, and then people that maybe don't know would be like, well. Where's this Connie? Character who's Connie coming and in? who's speaking? Yeah. You know? Anyway. Oh, dear. Steve, hit me with your rhythms. Well, that's just what I'm going to do because oh, this, God. ladies trouble. and gentlemen, this is a bit of a departure from the norm. Thank I'm going God. to call this. Actually, it is with a heavy heart. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you that this is going to be the Connie episode. Dun, dun, dun. I am so excited to hear what this actually it's, yeah, means. N- neither Connie nor I have any clue what the Connie episode means. Bar, no, bar I've, called I know episode. what the Connie episode means. Yeah. And it's going to be tips that Connie will like and will find oh, no. useful. See, this is going to be a real telltale story of how well... Steve no, has no, actually no. been paying attention over the past <laughs> 38 episodes or whatever we're on. No, there's all the tips were clever and insightful, so I couldn't find any that really <laughs> sort of suited you in that way. Uh, <laughs> so, but they're all Connie's type of thing, mm. hopefully. He says, Here, put four drops of olive oil in the last rinsing water, rinsing water, I should have said, Mix well and you find your hair wonderfully soft and free from frizz. It also brings out the natural colour of the hair and makes it easier to manage. Mrs R. Peter, 37 Cranworth Street, Hillhead, Glasgow. Well, you better not do that or bring out the natural colour in your hair. (laughs) Such as it is. My hair is naturally white. not horrific, actually. I... I feel like we've done that tip before. No, have I, we? Don't, I don't think I've heard that before. No? I think we've heard similar, but I've not heard olive oil. I once put coconut oil in my hair and it was the worst thing I've ever done. Why? Because I didn't, it's, well, it is supposed to be good for your hair, but you're only supposed to put it on the ends. I didn't know this, so I put it all over and see, so trying to get it out of my hair, the grease and the, oh, it was really hard. I have started, uh, Using shampoo and conditioner on my beard. I believe that this conditioner makes a big difference on a beard. It does. Silky my beard smooth. is silky and manageable. What did you use on your beard beforehand? <laughs> Just like though? shower gel or, or yeah, yeah, soap yeah. or whatever to hand. But um, I started before Christmas, I started letting my beard grow out and mm-hmm. uh, just for larks, basically. For never, larks? For larks. Well, I'd never, I'd always keep my beard reasonably trim. So I let it grow out, but then it started to get really bushy and uh, terrifying looking. So I was like, you know what I should do to this hair is treat it like, like hair. hair. Uh, so I have started <laughs> conditioning hair. my yeah. beard and it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Do you find food gets having... caught in it? No, it never happens. No. Well, with the exception of like a knowledge. big cream bun. <laughs> you know, if I go into Greg's or something and get a big cream bun, then that, that, that necessitates wipes. Or a pint. No. You always get, you will always get like a... You milk a moustache. And does your touch. wife still kiss you even though you have... My wife loves my beard. 
Steve's like, hmm, if you actually grow sure? one. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried growing one. Didn't work. It came, no, it did work. It just came in white. <laughs> I looked a bit like Santa. <laughs> Got the belly to match too. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, no, sadly she's not. <laughs> Heart trimming. To save this un- seems very appropriate. Like, <laughs> no, you've been no. desperate for some millinery tips, haven't you? I hate All the hats. hats you wear. Stick with me, stick with me, guys. To save unpicking the ribbon bows from your hat when creased with rain, heat an old tablespoon and press the bowl of it inside the bows until all the creases disappear. Mrs. A.G. Forsyth, 46 Mackindale Crescent, Kirkcaldy. Now, mm. I know you're not known for wearing hats with bows upon. But, <laughs> or indeed hats. But yeah. you must have some clothing that has Dainty little iron bows. bit. Probably. Just in that case... Put it in the tumble dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if you wish to look your best, if the Queen was visiting... Or you, hang it up while I'm in the shower. That's a good tip. Uh, yes, but... But? But if you wanted to iron something that was really, really difficult to iron and you wanted to look your best, perhaps you were going out of an evening to a, an establishment of of um, some class. <laughs> Unlikely. <In> <laughs> you might heat an old tablespoon and press the bowl of it Onto the bit that was really, really difficult to iron. I think it's actually a really clever yeah, tip. It is. If, it, is if, a, it is a clever if, tip. If one fair. finds oneself desirous of <laughs> press, freshly pressed bows, <laughs> then. Yeah, or other small bits. And I'm interested to know why rain creases things. Um, yeah, that's a fair well, question. Yeah, true, true. Because it's not particularly oh, heavy. Go, on, go, on, go out. It's sunny. It rains, stand in the rain. No. It's sunny today, actually. I get, I'm really disappointed, angry at myself um, for <laughs> not waterproofing properly sometimes when I'm cycling because then the uh, indigo jar, dye in my fancy jeans leeches onto my shirt tails. So I've got several <laughs> really shirts that I really like that I've got slightly yeah. blue tinged shirt I thought tails. you were going to say onto like your legs or whatever because that is yeah. not to happen as well. And you, yeah, and your sort legs of a, go blue. Too, sort yeah. of smurfy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tad smurfy. Yeah. Right, Connie. Right, better than that. Or look, we're sacking this off. <laughs> look me in the eye and tell me, do you have a large collection of... <laughs> I was going to say condiments, but that's probably not the right <laughs> word. But unguents and I don't oils know what that means. and talcum powders and um, perfumes. For, yes, and like beauty cosmetics. Yes. Yeah, all that sort yes. of nonsense. Yeah. Well, that sort of thing, right? Okay. This is a tip for when you want to put the contents of one into another. This makes me think of Ross and Friends of the Paste. <laughs> <laughs> right. Never mind. No mm-hmm. idea what you're talking about. Handy filler. If you haven't a funnel to fill a small-necked bottle, use a clean eggshell. Make a little hole with a thick needle, then pour the liquid through. Mrs. J. Nairn, Flash Gordon, which is different from Flash Gordon. <laughs> um, not horrific. But in saying that, I have, I have come across this problem before and thought, oh, bugger, how am I going to get you A have. from B? Yeah. And I didn't think, mmm, an eggshell. I thought, 
You know when you buy an iron and you get the little plastic, tiny little baby watering jug things? Yes. Yeah. That's your uncle. That's yeah. too big. I'd be inclined just to roll some paper into a cone. If it was liquid, though. If yeah, it, if it was somewhere. Yeah. Expensive cologne. No, not that I have any. That, to be honest, I'm not going to say this often, but I think Chris has got a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Market, folks. Yeah, yeah. Paper, can't beat it. Yeah. Oh. Right, wait a minute, where's the calendar so I can put a red cross I on it? Do, the day Chris had a good idea. I do quite like the uh, idea of using an eggshell, but by the same mm. token... What do you do with the egg you've wasted? Well, that's kind of the thing. It's like, would you go hoking you in your bin to... I'm, t- I'm trying to think what the order of, order of events is. how do you get is. a clean eggshell? You'd Wash it. Under it. The wa- <laughs> big. Would it? Well, potentially. You've broken it already because you've got the middle out of it. But, uh, yeah. What do you call the white of an egg? The white bit? Albumin. Albumin or something. You're supposed to say the yolk. It's a joke. Never mind. Why, why, what? Would, why would you why answer would that? You say the yolk. <laughs> That's the, the opposite the of bit. what you asked. That was rubbish. I actually, I think there's maybe more to that joke that I missed <laughs> out. Genuinely <laughs> perplexed as to what you're going for there. I think. Um, I think it's supposed to start. Um, <laughs> what is F O L K? Spell. Folk. What does W-O-K-E spell? Woke. What do you call the white of an egg? Oh, I see. I see. Yes, I got you now. Well, I would still not say yolk. You might, actually. Well, there, you would. Because there's a classic uh, experiment mm. as well of, mm. in perception where if you see the word like red written actually, out. Yeah, wait a minute. I've got another one. Oh, God. Spell out. I know what you're going to say. M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. No, say the word. McDonald. Oh, sorry. You said spell out. McDonald. Right. Say the word M small c N A I R N. McNairn. Say the word M A C H I N E. McKine. <laughs> oh, I you see. Mean machine. machine. <laughs> I see. Hey. I see. Did you say M A C? Oh, you did. McKine. Okay. <laughs> okay got wait. Up right. Spelling. Here's some. Spell bread. B R E A D. Say bread five times. Bread, 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 bread. What do you put in a toaster? Ah, bread. bread. Mm. A lot Not of people toast. say, to- say yeah. toast. Yeah. I'm really Surely ho- that would have been spelled toast. Or maybe. Say toast five times. Ah, maybe. Would you? Yeah, actually, yeah, it probably was. Close. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right, come on. This is my episode. It's all about me. Right, okay, well. And now we have well, to take a break and you've given me nothing. I feel undernourished. <laughs> Be You're, right back, folks. There are a thousand topics of conversation in these Pass It On books that we base this podcast on, you know, and we sell them. Just go to dcthompsonshop.co.uk and at checkout, enter the code DARNING to get 20% off. Here's your bonus ad break tip. Plasticware. Wash new plastic egg cups and spoons with cold water to keep them a good colour and to avoid cracks. <laughs> Yes, it was toast. Is basically oh. the, the message from yeah. <laughs> that ad break was Connie realised wow. that she'd um, never mind. You got up. the idea. <laughs> I, I just got to apologise for wasting the last um, <laughs> five minutes of your life, uh, Steve. Let's see if we can make the next five minutes more valuable to and our more listeners. about me. Right, this one is about you, Connie. Show me your hands. Are you going to tell my fortune? No, 
I'm going to point out that my God, your your gigantic nails. Oh, someone. My stepdad called them macabre, something like that. Macabre. Yeah, that one. I mean, he's probably. I think you look a bit like. Witchy. Batman. Long Batman. black nails. Yeah, they are. Very to be long. fair, they are a bit witchy. But I've had glitter the past like four times, and pink four times before that, and I was like, Nah, I'm so bored of that. I want something boring. Well, not that you expected this to happen, but I can help. <laughs> manicure help. I keep a plastic lemon in my manicure <laughs> box. Okay. The juice used while manicuring removes stains from the fingers and softens the cuticle. The container is spill-proof. Mrs J Patterson, 26 Craig Lockhart Road, North Edinburgh. I think we've had this before. Have we? I think so. I remember the plastic lemon thinking, what a strange way, what a strange thing to call it, because I would call it a squeezy lemon. (laughs) Well, maybe that's worse. That's the thing to focus on in that tip, certainly. Some years ago, uh, there was a tree. There were plastic lemons. On the five side of the Tay Road Bridge. And people... Workmen tied plastic lemons to it. Why? Also, amazing, because now I know where Fife is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, because they had a joke, an ongoing joke, that it was a lemon tree. But it wasn't. They just tied plastic lemons to it. Oh, it was regarded as funny in its day. You must have been around Steve in the days when uh, the famous BBC spaghetti tree Yes, I was. was. I, I remember it. Um, what? So th- there was a, a practical joke played by the Beeb at one point showing spaghetti being harvested from trees. Um, Why on earth did they do that? Was it April you, Fool's Day? I think it probably was. was yes, it, it was. Um, uh, and uh, this basically somebody had basically cooked some spaghetti and then Flipped festooned it, it on trees and yeah. some people gathering it. It was done you know, very well. It was it it, done very it, well, it was yeah. Very sort of straight, pole-faced yeah. uh, sort of thing. You know, putting on to GM or whatever it's called. Um, what's it called? The, the fakery of plants and food and things. Oh, GMO. Yeah. Yes, that, that's it. <laughs> there was another famous one around the time of decimalization, and they told us they were going to um, have 10 hours every day and they were going to be divided up into 100 minutes. And um, it was all to do with decimalization. And that worked. Quite well as well. Swatch did a thing in the 90s where they tried to create internet time. And they sold watches that were dual watches that told you like you know, tr- traditional 24-hour time and internet time. And the, the point of internet time, it was a perfectly reasonable idea, was that it, there was a, again, I think it was a decimal, um, mm. uh, 10 hours in a day, 100 minutes an hour kind of thing. But the, the point of it was, mm-hmm. the, the, with the internet breaking down borders, that this was going to be a, it wouldn't be time zones, it would be a universal coordinated time. Or actually, not UTC, but there would be a universal time that everybody could relate to. Never call them. Oh, Interesting. Anyway, here's one that will possibly not rock your world. <laughs> hand lotion. For a good economical hand lotion, put a dessert spoonful... <laughs> That was easy to Did say. Again. Dessert spoonful of very finely sieved oatmeal into a jar. Add the same quantity of glycerine, lemon juice, and methylated spirits. Oh, God. And half a teaspoonful of almond essence. Leave overnight, then shake before using. Yes, I do enjoy a hand cream, but surely the methylated spirits just completely... It doesn't uh, quite just harsh. Like, 
defeats the purpose. Right, not that I know. What's the thing where it takes skin off? Def- the peel. Oh, oh. Defoliating, was it? Exfoliating. Exfoliating. Is that going to be for that? Your hands don't really need exfoliated, to be fair. Did I write, read out who? No, you didn't. I didn't. <gasps> I, I, I have to do this. Yeah, Sorry, you do. I'll just have to. Mrs. M. Jeffrey, 27 Moyne Road, Glasgow. I think it's a nice idea, actually. I, yeah. I, it kind of brings us back to the, the soul and centre of this podcast, which is that looking at those resonances between the old days and the new, and there absolutely is. If you look at th- even things like Lush, mm-hmm. the um, store, a lot of the, the fresh cosmetics that they sell, it's exactly that sort of stuff. I mean, maybe, yeah. not, maybe minus the myths. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> um, but Damn, the good part. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, getting you know, natural, organic ingredients yeah. and put them together in reasonably sensible ways. And that, people do, 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 little, do genuinely still do stuff like that. Like, yeah. do concoct their own. Make their own stuff, do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, there's a, it's kind of back to like the first tip, you know, coconut oil and stuff like that is... A huge thing. You can whiten your teeth with it. You can put it in your hair. You can put it on your eyebrows. Whatever you want to do with it. Use it as a moisturiser, etc, etc. So, uh, plus whatever else in addition you can add to that is a big thing. Yeah. Well, I do like the inventiveness. Yeah. That. Hair masks made of egg whites and avocado and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm not wholly partial to them. Because do you put on I those mask, creamy mask things? No. You know. I can't, kind of can't be bothered. <laughs> uh, you're young, Do you have time, to be honest? I actually don't have time. You're young. When the wrinkles start appearing. <laughs> right, you'll love this then. Mm-hmm. Roller curlers. When using roller curlers with short hair, damp the hair and secure the ends with tissue paper. This prevents the hair from slipping off the rollers and makes a tighter curl. Not Just sure why you what think I need. that would appeal to Connie, Brian but she has May. long hair and desperately tries to straighten it. I'm Brian May, Diana Ross, love child. I <laughs> really do not need that tip. But thanks anyway. Right, but it's a beauty <laughs> tip and you're interested in not, beauty things. Not in making my hair curly. Oh, so it's only a good tip if it relates to you. Mind you, I did promise it. Just the Connie yes. episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go on. But what it's always about curling hair in the fifties. Mm. Was it, when did straightening come in as a? I as don't a, know. As a kind of you know, thing and we try to do. Do you know what? Having curly hair is really, really annoying. Everyone goes, Ooh, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah, hand I, on hip there. You know, <laughs> slight stamp of the foot. Oh, it is really annoying because everyone goes, "Oh, I would kill for hair like yours." Oh, no, you bloody wouldn't. You got, you know, you would not. You're lying. You know, and people say, oh, I used to do, I used to stay up all night and putting rollers in my hair just so I could have some sort of curl. And I used to put chemicals in my hair to get some kind of curls, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, good for you, but I don't want them. So tough, shut up. Respect my decision to have straight hair. You know what this is? Apart from when I wash it. It's Mm. the typical female thing. Mm, yeah, <laughs> said Steve I mean, stepping onto the thin ice to be fair it's true you want it girls always want well I can only say from a girl's perspective only want what they don't have if you know what I mean yes I do know what you mean I think you're one of them beauty tip when refilling a lipstick drop a spot of wax from a lighted candle into the bottom of the case gently press the refill onto the wax this prevents waste when the lipstick wears down Mrs. E. Posey, 16 Buller Road, Tottenham, London. Um, 
I don't really understand what the candle wax does. But then we don't really replace lipsticks now, so no. it's kind of... How, how low down do you let a uh, lipstick go before you oh, chuck it? like right to the bottom. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. And do you use lipstick or do you use that strange painty thing? Not liquid lipstick, no. What's the difference? Liquid lipstick goes on like a lip gloss and then it hardens, but it's very flaky and crispy feeling. Whereas lipstick is more like a creamy kind of... I don't know. I'll bring some in and you can try them. <laughs> <laughs> so is the idea that it will stick the lipstick to the base? Yeah. Because if you didn't do that, that last bit might just fall out. I think so. And get lost. So well, you're that's, actually using it all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. But I don't know. I've never ever heard of the idea of refilling lipsticks though. Well, see, I don't understand how you would package... An individual refills, just the, the waxy. I remember my mother having a good silver lipstick holder. Mm-hmm. Mm. You do get lipstick holders, but I don't know where you purchased. I've never seen the replacement. Yeah, the, the crayon. Do you think that's part. the thing that's died? I don't know. I don't know. Because as I say, I do have a lipstick holder. I just don't know how you interchange them without there being another waste product. Yeah. Of holding the the crayony part in the first place, but the, it is it is annoying because you get to the point where you unwind it so much that it's like flat. You've used it so much that it's flat, mm-hmm. but actually on the inside of the holder or the any you know how it is packaged, regardless, there's so much product that but you can't get well you can get it out, but you have to sort of scrape it out and yeah. then you know what do you do with it from yeah. there? Right, one more, one more. soap saver. I place my soap on a piece of one-inch deep plastic foam cut to fit my soap dish. This allows the soap to dry off and I find it lasts much longer. Mrs. Morrison, 34 Granville Road, Bradford. I'm not using that. (laughs) I don't actually use soap soap. Ah, well, I started a few years ago using hard soap again. In fact, soap from this era, rights or pears soap, Mm. because... I finally took to heart, I think I read years and years ago, obviously if you're using like liquid soap in a little pumpy dispensary thing, then of course you're actually, all that's happening there is most of what's being transported around and creating mm-hmm. carbon footprint is water. Mostly water. Oh, right. yeah. Whereas okay. if you use hard soap, then you're getting, you know, more wash per gram. So we do mm-hmm. have, we do have um, a soap holder. I like pear soap. Yeah, I like Granny pears. always use that. And the smell like just makes me think of. In fact, we saw when we went to Tenement House, they had, um, oh, that's right. yeah. Miss Toward had, so had did, used yeah. pear soap and it hasn't really changed. No, no, no. It's quite a, I find it quite a glamorous soap. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just looks slightly sort of, it looks like a fox's imperial, fruit imperial type thing. You yeah. Know, like glassy kind of. I, I do. I like it. And, and rights as well. Coal tar soap. I, there's something, I, I do like that. See, I just don't understand. I think soap back. must be dirty. Well, of course, it's really people forget that you know merely contacting with soap doesn't clean anything. Yeah. But the thing that soap does is it helps you wash stuff off. You know, yeah, it, it's a surfacant, so it. I say I used to. Off I used hands. to work with somebody who refused to use the soap in the toilets and the gents because he said it was all cracked and there would be bacteria. Yeah. within the cracks. Well, that's yeah. that's that's my impression of soap is that actually soap can't be that clean. Mm. But you're washing it all off anyway, is kind of the point, but yeah. But yeah, it's a weird one. Right, just to watch. I quite, I quite like that one, by the way, Steve. You the, did? The, the foam thing. Oh, good. I yeah. quite like that. Okay, in that case then. Handy cutter. I made a handy soap cutter. 
from a length of fuse wire with a small brass cotton ring attached to each end. Mrs. Ellen Craig, 27 South Sperrin, Knock, Belfast. So I'm not in the habit of using soap. I ain't going to be in the habit of making soap to cut it with. Sorry. <laughs> right, okay. If I could give you then a tip that is going to save your hands. Okay. And we'll definitely... Save my hands? Are save... they melting away? No, but if save your hands from getting all hard and calloused. Okay. yep. Would you be interested? Yep. Right. Saves the hands. Slip a rubber bicycle handlebar grip over the end of your bamboo carpet beater. Oh, for <laughs> sake. You get a much better grip, and the beater is far more comfortable to use. Mrs. J. McLeod, 26 Kenneth Street, Stornoway. I like it. Yeah, oh, I like that yes, too. Yes, I like it, but it's very impractical for me. <laughs> you're not a big carpet beater then? No. But you surely, when you're at home, and when you eventually become married, if anybody... Well, actually marry you. Mm, You'll need true. to keep house for them and beat the carpets. No, I just hover them. And we don't have any rugs, so I don't have any rugs. Okay. I face I we I don't beat carpets, but I'll beat the um little little carpets from my car. Oh and yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. very satisfying. Yeah, thing I just to do. I yes. just fling them against the wall a few times. <laughs> just pick them up and just bang them against the wall. So um Connie, how do you reckon this Connie episode has gone? Well, that's, I would say out of out of Connie, it was a bit, it was con. <laughs> More no, it, con wasn't, than it wasn't, it wasn't full on C-O-N-N-I-E. It was just C-O-N. No, Maybe you have no. other N. Is it perhaps that the, the 1950s tips aren't totally aimed at a 22-year-old oh, millennial say that that, yes, child. probably is yeah. the case. Not, um, to be fair, some of them aren't far off just in a slightly different manner. But okay. that's the theme, isn't it, really? Yeah, indeed. I'm not just To be honest, I didn't really have greatly high hopes for that. Oh, do you think we could do like a Chris episode and a Steve episode and stuff? Well, I've, there's plenty of stuff polish. Oh, Chris, I love a polish. Chris's head. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny paint. Are you taking that? <laughs> I, I'm in no illusions. I, my, I was bald in my 20s. <laughs> okay, so join us next time. I mean, maybe it'll be a Chris episode. Maybe it'll be a Steve episode. Who um we will be back um with more genius or possibly madness from the households of scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in scotland today see you soon hello chris here and I hope I can assume that if you've reached this part of the podcast, you've enjoyed what you've been listening to and not that you've been the victim of some terrible vinegar related incident at home and been unable to press the pause button on your podcast player. If you have, there's a few things that you might like to do. The first is to buy those books that the Pass It On series is based on. And just to reiterate what Steve said, if you use the discount code DARNING at checkout on dcthompsonshop.co.uk, you'll get a 20% discount on all the books. You can also leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And most important of all, and the thing that means the most to us, spread the word. Make sure other people discover the joy of the Pass It On books as well by recommending this podcast to them. Whatever you've done though, whether you do none of that or all of that, we've loved having you listening and thank you so much. We'll see you next time.